Ready? Nope. Don't don't you dare. You ready? Nope. You ready? It's that time. Oh. Pot. Yep. Hello and welcome to another episode of the After Buzz. My name is Nico Adjimin, your host of the After Buzz, and of course with me is Buzz Adams. I have purchased not one single gift. Not one. That doesn't surprise me. People with ADHD usually <laughs> procrastinate and wait you know, for the last second. You throw that out there like it's an insult. I'm not even it's sure not, that it's I'm an not, insult. It's not an insult. Uh-huh. I'm legitimately telling you, I believe you have ADHD. I just saw a PSA during a football game over the weekend. It was like the upside of ADHD. Yeah, there's a lot of good things to it. it, it I've never heard about that before. And by the way, I've never been diagnosed with ADHD. Well, but your parents also didn't believe in doctors, and <laughs> I'm sure you don't either. What? Oh, dude, you tried to ask Dr. Okaranza for a prescription for Ozempic. I didn't try and because ask Because you don't have a regular doctor you go see that you just have like conversations and get prescriptions for. I, I've been having real trouble finding a doctor that I don't have to wait six months to get an appointment well, with. Well, if you went to a psychiatrist, you'd be able to figure well, out Why would I things. need to go to a psychiatrist? Well, they're the ones that, that, that uh, diagnose ADHD. For Ozempic? Well, no. We were talking about <laughs> that. You need a regular uh, general practitioner GP for. Anyways, I don't even think the term ADHD or attention deficit existed when I was in school. No. It no, was it just was, like it, uh, Michael likes to dr- daydream a lot. Which was very true. I mean, you lived in medieval times, basically, <laughs> in terms of medicine. I mean, mm-hmm. especially psychiatric disorders. They w- definitely wouldn't even characterize any of those. Well, that brings me to somebody else that might have ADHD, <laughs> and who knows what <laughs> his life story is like. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to you our guest for the After Buzz, Mr. Rogelia Avila. It's, it's Rogelio, not Rogelia. It's Rogelio. With an o on the I end. said Rogelio. You said Rogelia. You said Rogelia. That's a girl's name, dude. Rogelio Avila. Well, because I made the. Uh, I, I probably butchered it. Rogelia. Rogelia Avila. Rogelia Avila. Rogelio. Rogelio. What did you win, Rogelio? Funniest in El Paso. Comedy contest. Actually, he's a two time winner. He's the only two time winner I know of. Yeah. So he won it in 20. No, in. 2017. 2017 at the El Paso comic strip. Mm-hmm. And then this year? And then this year, yeah. At? Uh, Elton's Dueling Pianos. Oh, and also in San Elisario, 2021, I won a competition. Was that for El Paso Funnies? Yes. Oh, okay. So three time winner. It was more comedians then. It was like 16 or 18. Yeah, but you know what? When, and did they. So there's two ways to do content. Anyways, so he's a comedy I've, contest. I've judged. Oh, yeah. Before. Buzz was asked to be a judge on this one this year, and he says he just doesn't like to judge anymore because well, what's the reason? If there's one lesson I've learned as a semi-local celebrity, and this would go <laughs> for if you're a TV weatherman or whatever you are, there is no upside for you in being a judge of any kind of talent competition because everybody there is – and it, this goes for like grade school talent shows. Uh-huh. Any, everybody there – thinks that they're the best, and if they don't win, it must be somebody's fault, and so they've got a convenient scapegoat to put it all on. They're like, it's that asshole DJ or weatherman or whatever. I, it, there's just no upside. You you make one person happy, and then 16 other people are pissed off, <laughs> yeah. and their parents. Mm-hmm. No more judging. Yes. 
Yeah. But it's a the, judgment-free zone for me. In the competition that I was uh, dueling uh, Elton's dueling pianos, mm -hmm. uh, there was uh, Anthony Astin Brown, yeah, uh, Ponchi Herrera, mm -hmm. and I forgot the lady's name. Stephanie Hunt. Stephanie Hunt. And, and the they, and oh were, yeah, yeah. And there was uh, Jennifer. There Jennifer was, Hunt. I'm sorry, Stephanie Hunt. What am I thinking? Jennifer Hunt. Yeah. Wait, those were the judges. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying those were the people in the competition until you got to Jennifer. Right. You're like, I didn't know Jennifer Hunt. It's <laughs> I thought you were saying Anthony Austin Brown was in the competition. Nope. He was uh, a judge as, as well as Ponchi Herrera mm -hmm. yeah. and Jennifer Hunt were the three judges. Uh, Stephanie or, or Jennifer? Jennifer. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, okay. Because I didn't remember her name. But yeah, there was uh, no doubt uh, that uh, that I won, man. If you, <laughs> if you were there, no one would have been mad at you. You know what? Really? I'm, I'm, was, you were a clear-cut yes. winner. Yeah. You yeah. know what? It may sound like Rogelio is kind of bragging or something or <laughs> tuning his own horn. He's not. He is that funny. Oh, in 2017, who got second place? Uh, I was... I don't even. I don't remember. Ah, you was did. It you? Yes, <laughs> it was Nico. You won a lot of yeah. second prize. I've never won a contest, but you've come in second before, right? Multiple times. Yeah, yeah. My brother remembers him as the guy that won second place. Yeah, that's how his brother calls me. He's like, "Hey, you're the guy who lost to Rogelio." Yeah. Every time he sees me, yeah. uh, but it's like no. some people see you and go, "Mr. Hugo." No, <laughs> shut up. Nobody says that. But <laughs> nobody. Says I, I will say that at that contest, Rogelio's winning set was so hysterical you had multiple applause breaks people yeah. just it was like, the hardest gut laughter you can even think of wow is how good his set was that sounds super impressive yeah no Rogelio's, i kind of wish i'd gone rogelio's a very very good uh stand-up comic and that must that they'll have people asking or saying so rogelio what are your plans? Why don't you do more comedy? Where are you going to do your stand-up? Yeah, but like you know, you know, you know my my life kind of, and you know my my wife. She did pass away like two years ago, oh, and no. I and I joke about that too. And it's mostly you know my set. Yeah, and now it's your set. Yeah, like about my wife, you know. Mm. And it's funny how people laugh about death, but uh, I, they laugh <laughs> about about it, you know. And it was a. Uh, you know, like you say, what are you going to do? I don't go out to open mics a lot or or be out all the time. And because because he, he has a family. He has I four kids. Four, I have four kids. Uh, oh, God. Joshua, Jonas, and the other two. And, and what ages are they? It's uh, 21 and then 16. Uh, the other one's 12. And uh, my youngest daughter, she's five. Right. So I have to be taking them to school and then both every oh. night. You know, tucking him into bed and everything, and I like I don't want to. I, I don't you get. Like, yeah, you don't thing. have the luxury or the ability to pick up and go out and travel the road and do shows. Yeah, get that twenty-year-old watching mother kids while you go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could do that, but you know, it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think that if I had passed away, my 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 wife, she she do a better job than I'm doing. No, you're doing an amazing job, dude. <laughs> but, but I'm doing what I can. You know, I'm doing my best with my kids. And you are doing a, a, a great job, and I can say that after knowing you for, for years now, that he puts, like, all of his time and attention into his kids and always, you know, showing them off and saying happy but birthday. And applause breaks he's gut laughter hilarious yeah but it also uh brings up a, a point that i've told people before all the time when they go like um 
who's the funniest person or who's this or that? And you have to think about it and you can go, you know, there's hilarious people everywhere in the world. Mm -hmm. And the funniest ones probably don't have the ability sometimes to go right. and, and maybe do the actual stand-up route, the professional stand-up route, as much as they might want to. Right. And their place, since they can't do it, is taken by somebody like Matt Reif. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, somebody who started when he was 17, didn't have any kids, can't, you know, had the ability to uh, do comedy and the, the luxury of being able to afford it out there. I mean, yeah, there's, uh, there's different breaks for everybody. Yes, man. But right now, like like I'm telling you, I'm focused on my on my family. But whenever I I go out and do the open mics or like this competition, they told me like two months before, so I had time to prepare to leave my kids with someone. And when I go out, I enjoy it a lot. And and it's not like I'm at my house just uh, uh not practice. I practice at my house. My set. I I I write jokes. You're still working. I'm still working. I, I'm I'm just not going out. You know, to the to the open mics as often as I would like to. Because when I started, I used to go to all the open mics. Uh, yeah. Even if there was two open mics in one day, I would go. And and at the time, I was separated from my wife. So that's why I was. It was doing, easier. It was easier to yeah. do it. And, and Well, you know, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, I always love his story because he started stand-up when he was in younger. No, like he his, started. Well, no, no. And professionally, he did it like a little bit. Like when he was 20s. younger, but then he but went then on, he, had a whole other career. A, a family. He got married. Got married. Kids grew up. And when he was in his 50s, he went back to stand-up. And, and that's, that's when he became that's super when he became famous. famous. During the time that uh, he got married to when he got divorced, because when he got divorced, he started doing it again. He had written so much jokes. Uh, Throughout He never years. stopped working. Do you uh, think about that a lot? Yes, I think about it. I think about uh, that story, Dangerfield. Yeah. A lot because he... He his wife wouldn't let him do comedy. I don't know. He wouldn't do any comedy, but he still wrote jokes. Right. Well, I remember your wife having some issues with that too. Uh, actually, yes, <laughs> like I said, I've known these guys so long, and you really just get you, going out every night to the same bars and hanging out and seeing sets. You kind of really just get to know each other. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh, I wrote, this is all what I want to make a TV show about. The yeah, comedy scene. Buzz thinks local comedy scenes are hilarious. hilarious. Just like the power, oh. the the power dynamics and everything. Like how people get big heads and think they're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God, that's it could yeah. be a hit show on Hulu or something. Well, there, there's actually some shows now about uh, stand-up. There are. Well, they, I was thinking kind of well, like Crashing the Pete Pete, Holmes. Pete Holmes show, Crashing, which shows him like uh, it shows you the. The less glamorous side of, of stand-up. Stand but there's comedy. even a level below that that they don't show, which yeah. is what, like, what we're uh, talking about. Yeah, and they don't show that part. He's yet. like crashing on Sarah Silverman's couch. Right. Like, <laughs> nobody's doing that here. <laughs> you, you would think you had made it if you got to crash on Sarah Silverman's couch. Well, I couch, crashed right? on your couch the other day. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, dude, I'm nothing. That's, like, that's <laughs> it's so funny. After the show... But yeah, well, you're you're kind of something. I mean, I oh, really no, appreciate don't. it. I really appreciate it. You letting me like crash. Oh yeah. After the cynics, yeah, the yeah, open mic. Of course. We went to to his house and we got a little drunk. And I told him, you know, I cannot drive all the way back to to where I live, and you let me crash in your. Dude, that's the least I can do. And you anyway. and when I woke up, you was even, it in the basement? <laughs> no, it was in the living room. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, at his house. Yeah, his I was house. thinking of his parents. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, you don't have a basement, do you? Not that people know about. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I, a crawl space? You have a crawl space? Yeah. I like That's comics. where they find a lot of bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I like comics. Yeah. They haven't found, I mean, anyways, uh, <laughs> they haven't found the ones that, I, I don't even want to get into this. <laughs> I was going to say, they haven't found the, the ones that would be most uh, interesting. Right. What? I don't know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Me neither. I should not have, yeah, smoked right before. Anyways, <laughs> no, uh, I want to talk about Rogelio's life now and uh, what are you doing uh, with your, you know, your your time? Well, I used to, uh, when, when my wife passed away, I quit my job because I wanted to be with my kids. Right. And since I was getting, you know, some money from the Social Security and all of that right, because right. she passed away mm -hmm. from covid 19 so i said i'm gonna use oh, that money man that's uh, i'm gonna use that money to you know that's awful. And, to, to and be work to, yeah and to focus be able, on your kids but i barely started working again and i'm working part-time uh, are you this, still doing the food truck yeah with my parents yeah and i help them also on the weekends but that's just like uh four hours or something like that out of the Saturday and Sunday. What? Did you say the name of the food truck? Yeah, El Dientes de Oro. It's a uh, barbacoa. Uh, gold teeth. Yeah, gold. there you go. I'm learning Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> well, his girlfriend is teaching. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have a girlfriend. And uh, are you? do you have any plans? Uh, who, no, you know, let me ask you this. Who would you say are your favorite comics? Like who, oh. who, who inspired you? Well, my favorite one uh, out of all of them is uh, when I saw the, mo the movie Men on the Moon, Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah. Man yeah. on the Moon. Yeah, yeah. Moon. Yeah, all right. And Andy Kaufman? Andy Kaufman, that's when I started. You know what's interesting? You're very Andy Kaufman-esque. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, he's a weirdo. Rogelio's a big old weirdo sometimes. <laughs> like, he, he just like has non-sequiturs. Let me ask you a question. Uh, do you have any like comedy heroes that were not stand-ups they could have been you know like somebody in movies or in my case like it's comedic a, actors or comedic radio I, personalities. I, i'll get a start jack benny you like jack benny, i do you? like jack i right i do like jack benny that wasn't who i was going to mention uh so as far as comedy goes roger rabbit and specifically oh, yeah. one line from roger rabbit and it's I, I don't have it memorized but it's basically the time where he tells the detective did you see who's who framed yeah, roger yeah, rabbit yeah. he tells him I'm a tune. I got to do whatever's funniest at that moment. Uh -huh. So that's always been my, like, what is the funniest thing I could say right uh -huh. now? Yeah, he was doing that say to that. defuse a murder, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot about your emotional state. Yeah. What, you don't think Roger committed the murder, No, but you? he did it to cope with the, the situation. Oh, okay. I don't remember the movie a lot. I just remember the girl and... Uh, oh, Jessica? Know. Yeah. And masturbation and all of that. Sure. Yeah, how can you say cartoons aren't hot? Jessica well, Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit is a whole different thing. Yeah, they, she's sexy, man. Um, who, who, who are, have you gotten to work with any big comics yet? Uh, like the comic strip, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, only like uh, as a guest and also like uh, for a couple of times, uh, open mics that had been there and also... Uh, well, the competition. And the competition. Uh -huh. Yeah, you know, it, it, it is such a, a shame that you are so freaking funny, man. And uh, Oh, and also when I was in that uh, in, in the showcase for the comedians of El Paso, something like that. Like New Faces? Uh -huh, uh -huh, new Faces. Have you ever been, like, did, have you gotten to travel yet? 
I've been to to New Mexico to Mescalero to that uh, in the mountain gods. You know the mountain gods clubs. That's it. Seventy nine, sixty nine. No, it's f- I guess it's forty nine. Club or, 49. or 39, I don't know. <laughs> not not 69. Well, well, when I went, it was 39. I don't know if it's 49 now. <laughs> yeah, they get 10 <laughs> every year. Yeah, yeah. And then I've been to to Los Angeles. I was in some uh, bar called Iguanas. And I was on a, like open mic, just open mics all over LA. 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 Mm-hmm. But, but just yeah, like once. And then in Juarez. I've been in Juarez doing comedy in, in, in oh, Spanish too. Dude, the... The comedy scene in, in Mexico is just lit on fire. Has there not always been stand-up comedy in Mexico? Not the same way it was, Ameri- you know, one person on a mic just saying bullshit to, to people. Do they have comedy clubs in Mexico, I guess? Is what yes, they do. Yeah. They, they, they do now. I would say now. now. They brand new. Right. Like 20 years, in the last 20 years, or 15 even, mm-hmm. less than that, I would say is yeah. when all of that's developed. And, and when I did it in Juarez, it was also a competition. It lasted a month. It was every Wednesday, and it was like elimination and all of that, and I won that contest. Oh, yeah. Too. I was going to say, so contests can work a little differently depending on who's putting it together. You can have the judges vote. You can have an audience vote instead. Uh, and how you do the audience vote, is it one vote per audience member, or would you have them rank like with a score, and then you average out scores? So Everybody in the audience? Can rank each, yeah, each performer. Yeah, I like think they, the way bar the last time I did it at Comic Strip, I think the way they did it was they judged the audience on applause, right? But then, so that's called the, they had judges and they combined those. I don't know how they combined them. Like if they, so if you got a large applause, I don't know. I don't know how those things work. I'm yeah. not behind the scenes when they're counting the no, votes. No, but that's a good, no, that's a good point. And that just goes to show you how everyone can be run a little bit differently. One could just be purely on uh, applause vote. I mean, just applause, which means somebody who brings more of their friends right. could technically. Mm-hmm. If you bring more of your friends, the bar sells more of their alcohol. Right. So it's kind of a cycle yeah, right. for some of those things. But kind of it also makes people feel like it's not fair. <laughs> makes people feel like it, this guy just has more family so, than I do. So that's why they'll, they'll include a judge's vote to kind of try and make yeah. it more fair sometimes. Um, but I, I got the feeling that the the outcome of the last one that I and this was the last one I did was last one weighted you, heavily toward the judges. The last one you did <laughs> was the two, Iggy one, the 2015 El Paso's Iggy funniest Salmon Diego, where Iggy Salmon Diego won. Mm-hmm. Mm, Vincent, he was, Vincent Marcus he, got he was murdering it. He got that dude, night. Vincent Marcus got second. Yeah. And I tied for third with uh Nate Bryant. What was that yeah. thing that Vincent got so famous off of? Vine. Now he's a TikTok. Vine. Well now he's like a Instagram kind of star. Okay. And content creator. Vincent Marcus from El Paso, ladies and gentlemen. I took a picture with him once in <laughs> a, in a beach house. Uh, Jack's Beach House. At uh, Jack's? Oh, yeah, yeah. He was there. Uh, dude, he was at the same open mic I started at. And then Vine became famous right then. And he was like, hey, so guys. So famous that I saw people have meltdowns when they recognized him out in a crowd. I mean, that was right when uh, viral influencer personalities were I mean, kind of I, being I saw famous. a group of, I don't know, like t- maybe preteen teenage girls absolutely lose their shit because they recognized <laughs> him from Vine. Yeah. So I remember him telling, asking us, hey, guys, there's this thing called Vine, and like we just can make some like little videos that you want to do with me? And we were all like, quit wasting your time. That sounds on that stupid. Uh, yeah. Yeah, MySpace yeah, yeah, yeah. is where you got to be. 
<laughs> not, not even at that time. That sounds stupid. Like TikTok. You have TikTok? Just to have it. I don't post anything. You on have it, it boss? Tic Tacs? No, I have some uh, <laughs> certs, but no Tic Tac. No, no. <laughs> Only if somebody, if there's some reason, like if somebody sends me a link, I'll go over and look mm, at yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. the link thing is. But you don't dance or nothing like oh, that. No. <laughs> I don't do anything. No, me on TikTok? No. Nah, man. You could show your puzzles. You could do a whole TikToks on puzzles. Aren't, aren't they supposed to be interesting? People might find, dude, you'd be so surprised mm-hmm, by what people find interesting. There's mm-hmm. uh, something, you know, People always like like something, something specific. Apparently, people like this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. So I was <laughs> I was gonna say that uh, when I have run contests before, what I'll do is rounds. So like three people because before all the competitions they do one after another after another after another. If you got ten people, they'll go through ten comics, uh-huh. and then you do the voting. If you're number ten, right? People the, might be burned out. Yes, or. They, you might be the one they they'll remember, remember. them, right? Or if you're first, they might forget you by the time they get into number ten. So the sweet spot, for... it's like eight, no? Or, right, or like uh, six. I'd say six to uh-huh. eight are six like the sweet eight. spots. Uh-huh. But that's a whole game in itself. So I would have rounds of like three or four people each. Then each round they vote the funniest, and then you have a second round between those people. So and that's how it was. What do people do? Like five one? minutes a, a a set? Yes, right. Yeah. And, it, and it tests people. Like one. Can, are you, are can, you, how can you adapt your set? Yeah, and are you going to save your best jokes for the second one if you make it through? Or, or do you just go out guns a-blazing? To try and make it to the next right. one, but will you have enough material to cover the next round? Yeah. So no, it's its own strategy. And on itself. this one, it was like like you were saying, we were 12, and then there was three heats of four comedian seats. Right. And out of those, uh, the winner of each heat went to the second round, and then the last one was three three comedians. And it was Orlo and Paul. Paul Ramirez. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and then the last uh, round was four minutes. The first one was five, and then the last the last one was four. But I I was prepared to do just one round, you know. Like uh, <laughs> I'll come up with the if I go to the second round, I'll, I'll just say hey, this joke or whatever. But I didn't have well, time. What he's saying, what well, I'm going to try and interpret for you is Yeah, that, translate it. No, not translate, <laughs> but I'm going to translate comedian. to the, Yeah, yeah. Because he's saying that he prepared specifically a, the first five-minute set, but he has other jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, he, you have more than yes, just five yes, minutes. Yes, yes, yes. He has a lot of uh, more jokes than that fi- first five minutes, but he wanted to specifically tailor that first five to make sure he got to the next one. No, and he knew he had other jokes to insert into the next round. Interesting but on strategy. The, on the first round... I didn't get to say all the jokes I prepared for the first round. So on the second one, I just continued saying, you know, right? Like, because uh, I was like, I, I'm, I was telling you, I said jokes about my my wife. So uh, on the second round, I was like, ah, I'm gonna say something else about my wife because I <laughs> didn't have enough time in the first novel. That was funny, you know. Yeah. And and he has this real offbeat delivery where he goes on. It's very earnest. It's yeah. very um, like this is just me, you know. Like I don't know how else to describe him, but he's a very genuine person. And the way he is now is kind of how he is is on stage. Um, but so I so 
I heard from other people who were telling me about the contest, oh, you could tell who did not have the time. Like people just could not fill that next round. Oh, <laughs> like by the time it got to a second or third round, they were out of material? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. yeah, you could notice uh, on this time, like uh, Orlo and Paul, yeah. they did some jokes, but it seemed like on the first one, they did their, you know. Their oh, that was their jokes. set. Uh-huh. That was, oh, the first was the set that they had down. Mm-hmm. Now are the jokes that come out that they're not sure about. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened. But uh, since I was saying the jokes that I had on the first round, I mean, I, 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 that was my best, you know, because I went prepared to do my best. Of I, course. I well, you always to, do. I wanted to win. I told my son, if I don't win, I just want people to say, ah, he should have won, you know? <laughs> <laughs> if I don't win, I just want people to say, well, he should have won. Yeah, yeah. Do you find like that kind of strategizing even remotely interesting of how you kind of have to gauge things at these things? Uh, sure. I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, it's kind of like a chess game going on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a little I, planning and strategy to it involved. But I just want to say, Rogelio, I really appreciate you. And very, congratulations on winning El Paso's Funniest 2023. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. you are one of the funniest comics that I know. And I wish to see you out uh, and about more often when, when you have the time. Yes. What yes, you're doing course. is very important right now. Yeah. And uh, I think all the comics. I, I hope they know in their head. And I'm glad he ha- comes out once a year to remind the guys that are going to the open mics every single day. Like, <laughs> there's this guy is just waiting in the wings. Is still funnier than all of you guys who are practicing. It would be like if Aaron Rodgers came back for the Jets' last game and passed for like 570 yards yeah, right. or something. <laughs> <laughs> and just and uh, showing all the other guys, like, just remember, he's back here. Yeah. <laughs> So thank no, you very yeah, much. Man. Thank you very right, much for inviting for me. Thank you for inviting me, boss. And uh, yeah, where can people find you? Uh, I live in Clint. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have um, Facebook, Rogelio Avila. That's okay. it. And Instagram, Rogelio69. Rogelio? Like rock. Okay. But Elio, and then 69. <laughs> <laughs> and Dientes del Oro? El Dientes del Oro, you could go to Socorro Road on 9701 La Morenita. And, and what did you there. say they have? Barbacoa? Barbacoa. The best nice. barbacoa. Lunches, yeah. tacos, and per pound, and also burritos. And it's located 9701 La Morenita. And we're there uh, from 7 to, you know, to the barbacoa finishes, usually to 1. On Saturdays and Sundays. Just looking at you makes me laugh. I just want to like, just you look goofy as hell and hilarious. You're That's whole, the, coming from you. I know. Coming I appreciate goofy. Goofy recognize goofy. Okay. And then I want to say I, we wanted to uh, get uh, Nico as a sponsor because it's El Dientes de Oro and he has yellow teeth. <laughs> <laughs> That's my coffee stain teeth. Damn it, man. Cigarettes, you know. <laughs> That's thank hilarious. You, thank you. Thank though. you very much, Rogelio. Uh, that's it for the AfterBuzz. Don't forget to check us out uh, every Tuesdays and Thursdays and listen to for the, the AfterBuzz. For the AfterBuzz. And listen to the Buzz Downs Morning Show Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m., 95.5 KLAQ. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.